So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. So today we're going to talk about fermented wheat germ extract, okay? It has anti-cancer properties, increasing someone's survival significantly, decreasing reoccurrences of getting cancer. One of the big problems of getting cancer and then maybe going in remission is getting it again and again and again. So this remedy can decrease the reoccurrence of getting the cancer. It's non-toxic. It can decrease the spread of cancer. And it's really the spread of cancer where cancer becomes malignant that kills most people. So this has the potential of decreasing the spreading of cancer. Also, it increases something called apoptosis. Apoptosis is the term to describe where the cell actually commits suicide, it kills itself. And that's a normal thing that happens because if a cell becomes damaged for some reason, uh, one mechanism is for that cell to kill itself. Well, with cancer cells, they no longer kill themselves so they can live forever. So this actually increases apoptosis so the cancer cell can commit suicide. It's approved as a medical support for cancer in many European and Asian countries but not in America, of course. It's also used for autoimmune conditions, especially rheumatoid arthritis. All right, so these are the six things that happen with all types of cancer. Number one, uncontrolled growth. Apparently, cancer cells give off this growth factor that just causes them to grow and grow and grow uh, uncontrollably. Number two, you get damage with the tumor suppressor gene. You can kind of look at that as the brake pads. If you don't have any brake pads, you have nothing to stop or inhibit the tumor from the continued growth. So that mechanism is broken. Number three, loss of apoptosis. I already mentioned this. The cancer cell becomes immortal. It no longer can die. Number four, limitless dividing potential. Cancer cells keep dividing and dividing forever. Number five, angiogenesis. In order for a tumor to grow and live, it needs a blood supply. It needs a lot of nutrients, especially glucose. Well, what happens when you get cancer are certain genes that turn on that activate blood supply and new blood vessels to the tumor. Uh, by the way, cruciferous vegetables inhibit angiogenesis. So they're anti-angiogenesis. And number six, metastasis, and that's just the spread of cancer, kills 90% of people. Um, what's interesting about this is that cancer tends to spread in areas of inflammation and old injury. Interesting. All right. One last thing I want to show you has to do with this right here. So cancer is a problem within the mitochondria. This is the energy factor of the cell. The one common thing that all cancer cells have is this damaged mitochondrial machine where the mitochondria shifts to its backup metabolism plan and it starts to ferment glucose, okay? So it's just a different 
um, motor, so to speak, and it's fermenting glucose. Now, when you ferment glucose, this is not very efficient. It's like a diesel motor, and it sucks a lot of fuel. So this is why cancer cells are very, very hungry for glucose and sugar. And that's how they test it with a PET scan. They look for areas where there's a, a huge amount of uh, metabolism with, with glucose. And one of the problems when you ferment glucose is you have a lot of extra waste, a lot of lactic acid, which then creates a lot of oxidation and damage and mutations in the cell after you get the cancer. So cancer lives on sugar, a high amount of sugar, and it also can live on glutamine, which is an amino acid, which is very, very common in all your foods. Now, if you don't have cancer, um, don't worry about consuming glutamine because it's a normal amino acid. But if you have cancer and you're doing intermittent fasting, you can limit the amount of glutamine coming into the body and that will actually help you because it actually stops feeding the cancer. The other thing that's a really good strategy is just to stop feeding the, the cancer sugar because tumors cannot live on ketones. And this is why a really good strategy for cancer would be to do keto plus intermittent fasting plus a lot of healthy foods, especially cruciferous vegetables that give you the antioxidants to protect all these additional mutations that happen so you can keep your immune system really, really strong. And probably the most important strategy is prevention. Making sure you do whatever you can to prevent the damage to your mitochondria. And I'm talking about eating high quality foods, doing this on a regular basis, not consuming a lot of sugar, which creates a lot of oxidation for the mitochondria, and also making sure you're eating foods that are nutrient dense because those nutrients have the ability to stabilize the genes and the chromosomes within the mitochondria as a protective thing. All right, thanks for watching. Hey, if you're liking this content, please subscribe now and I will actually keep you updated on future videos. Hey guys, I just wanna let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.